oh, we got this nice card from our friend. It glitter pours out of it because apparently it's cool now to fill up a card full of glitter. Welcome, everybody, to episode 40 of Dads Being Dads. I'm Chris Catronio, and with me tonight is Randy James. Randy, how are you? Greatest day of my life, Chris, as usual. Excellent. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Having a pretty good, darn good game day. I can't even talk. Let's edit Ugh. that whole thing out. Start Boom, over. Mark that Let's shit. start the day now. Hello, and no, welcome it's... to episode 40 of Dads Being Dads. I'm Chris 40? Catronio, and with me tonight... In episode 40 is uh, Randy James. Keeping both of those. Are you in your 40s yet? No. Oh, please. That would be awful. Forget this. I can't even imagine. You're almost 40, though. You're not that much younger than me, are you? It's at least a year away. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were younger, but not that much younger. I always thought you were a year shy. No, that's right, because you were driving your crazy least Audi when I met you, and I'm like, what are you doing? Go buy a truck for cash and be a man. Right. Uh, I did not I did not think, or take your advice, I think. I think No, you totally did. You sold it and bought an S10 or something. Remember? I did. Yeah. But not really. I don't think I did it because of you. I would have remembered. You would never have credited me for it, for sure. But I believe I reached the subconscious Randy James on a Maybe. fiscally prudent level. But that was only after I drove it around the country for a while and then realized that I was poor. <laughs> well, you know. Because some... living living in a, a San Francisco with an expensive car and a, everything's expensive oh. to live in. Yes. And I realized I didn't have money for food. But I had a fancy car and a fancy apartment because that's all that mattered. <laughs> yeah, that's the important stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> People want... Hey, do you want to go out and do something? I really, I really can't. <laughs> I still take full responsibility because I believe I tooled on you every time I got an Audi as well. Yeah. Well, the truck was nice. We let the less, let the lease expire and the truck uh, did a lot of work for me to, to work sure on, work yeah, on our house. Years. Yeah. I think it was awesome. I missed that truck. It's a good truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot, you know, a lot of, you know, my parenting tips, I think I, I honed while I was working with you and uh, <laughs> mentoring you to be a responsible human being i, I take full responsibility <laughs> at least had some positive influence anyway. you didn't have children at the time no i mean you were my surrogate i was training on you okay <laughs> in my vast age delta <laughs> that's where my my disdain for authority contempt no you already had that yeah. i think most critically thinking people have not necessarily contempt, but a healthy suspicion, I think. When, when they're young. When you get older, when you get more experienced, yeah. you you can recognize some value in... in not uh, oh, authorities. Sure. Authority is a bad word. Mm. It's a bit... Uh, well, status quo, authority, mass institutionalization. This, it's all kind of part <laughs> of the same thing, right? Which is... The more you give up your individuality. I didn't work for you, just to be clear. No, I didn't say work for me. No, but maybe people have misunderstood that since you were mentoring me and we were talking about authority (laughs) and all that sort of thing. No, we were very much partners. Yeah, we were like Team Crandy. That's right. Have we ever told anyone about where this whole Crandy reference comes? (laughs) It's probably best not to. Oh, no, I think it's absolutely required. Well, maybe leave out some of the details. Oh, like. Formal names, sure. 
Okay. We'll call him Dewey. 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 So I'm going to tell the story, and I'm going to see if I can do it quick and not bore people. Right. But yeah. me and Randy worked together uh, in an IT shop a while back, and it was a tumultuous place. As such, we lost our leader, um, maybe leaders, and mm-hmm. we had to interview our temporary leader, our Which temporary very boss. Very it, was, it was a strange situation. And um, listen, this listen. particular... I'll Listen, summarize Chris. it. <laughs> you fill in the details. You give me the problem and I solve it. That's oh, how that. it works. <laughs> we need to buy some monitors. We just buy some no, monitors. No, save some money. You know, we, we got a lot of monitors. Money. So I stopped buying monitors. I stopped buying monitors. You have to say it with the accent. It's very important. It's very important. <laughs> that wasn't even Dewey. We'll call that, that gentleman. Right. No, he was. We'll call him Raphael. That was not an interview. He was not being interviewed. No, he was, he was telling he was, us how it was and laying it down. He was trying out for a role on. <laughs> sitcom or something <laughs> fantasy island that was not dewey though we hired dewey dewey now I think we were forced to hire dewey yeah dewey was the best um out of the b- bunch and and to his defense dewey wasn't that terrible uh, i mean he tried to get in sometimes when he shouldn't have or whatever but in general i mean it, things kind of cruised along and not a lot of discontent was bred by him being there but dewey okay yeah, okay let me one other <laughs> aside Randy and I very superficially kind of perhaps look similar in the sense that we are Caucasians about six foot tall with brownish hair. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, you know, there's, there's some serious differences in our parents. I don't have scoliosis yeah, for one. See, I mean, he's a mu- much st- more straight, <laughs> sturdy build than my twisted, crooked frame. But, uh, yeah, uh, Dewey ha- could not. For the life of him, for the two years, maybe, we worked together. Yeah. Differentiate Chris from Randy, and it thus became Crandy. Well, (laughs) this is an important detail. It's not so much that sometimes he would call you Randy, and sometimes he would call me Chris. Never. The faces and the names would collide (laughs) from the sides of his brain on the way out. Every time. To form a new word. (laughs) So we simply began calling ourselves Crandy One and Crandy Two. No, to this day, just Crandy. We 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 were Crandy for the longest time. Only when we only when we were on the walkie-talkies, we had to differentiate which was which, which which didn't help at all because no one could remember. Well, and we didn't stick to the numerical references either. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes we just switch. But let me tell you this, right? Yeah, we no longer work there of course that was like decades that ago. was a while ago decade ago my current position uh as it happens my uh manager also confuses me <laughs> with someone else that works there oh dear was someone specific the two of us his name is his name is dan dan okay and so we we almost decided just to start going by dandy. Dandy, was, right there. Because Perfect. the same thing started happening, and I, I was I was flummoxed, Chris. <laughs> just like, what, is flummoxed. it me? Am maybe, I, maybe you just look like a lot of other people. Or are we just standard cookie cutter? <laughs> Pretty much. Here's a tech guy. Print one out. Plant him in Massachusetts. Is everyone from Massachusetts? I don't know. No, that, I mean, we're the tech guys who got planted in Massachusetts. I'm just sure there's a sundry of tech guys. So what's on your mind, Crandy? By Crandy. 
Well, you're gonna I, you're gonna start living off of uh, your poker winnings, I hear. Oh, not a chance. So I'm like a card. Um, you've heard of card savants. <laughs> I'm like whatever is the complete opposite of that. I'm not gonna say card tard, even though I just did, but that's probably what I am. Uh, I think I mentioned like, what <laughs> discriminatory, maybe Un- insensitive, definitely. But I think I told you last podcast how. Josie has a knack for just destroying me and Nicole at Go Fish. Although I had this one fluke night where I decimated her three games in a row and she got really upset. One game I won in like two seconds. The other game I just collected all the cards. It was very strange. You know what, you know what I can win? What I was beating my kids at tonight? What's that? I'll let you get back to your poker. Yeah, no, totally. Rock'em, sock'em robots. Ooh, that's a classic. He was trying to steal my techniques and I wouldn't let him. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the stiff arm, you block one arm with your arm, and then you just smash it. Yeah, for a quick uppercut. You don't have to sit there with the punches. You don't have to punch. No, you just no, move no. the it's, sticks around. It's like chess. Yeah, and then, of course, when he pushes the head down, he makes the mistake of not sliding it forward. Oh. So it's not it's not latched on very firmly. So just this light little tap will pop that thing. I keep told him. I must have told him a thousand times. Secure your head, son, when you're going into battle. Push it down, slide it forward. Push it down, slide it forward. Am I talking for no reason? Push it down, slide it forward. Push it down, slide it forward and sometimes i think <laughs> i really think the best solution is just complete silence yeah and just let them figure it out uh now i want to tell you another story well crap i already <laughs> forgot what i was talking about that's cool though <laughs> so we'll bring it back to card time in a minute <laughs> yeah, i got it an example of which, which i was telling some folks today about last night uh well as you know i returned from the pan mass challenge this weekend so i'm pretty tired we can talk about that if you want oh yeah I'm a and so but last night my, i was putting my son to bed and uh he wasn't listening you know and <laughs> what do we mean by that oh you're not listening to me we give them things to do we give them orders we give them tasks to carry out Command. hey it's time for bed oh they I need you to, to go thing. upstairs and brush your teeth she comes running down Mommy's commanding me to do this. And I'm like, oh, oh maybe okay. you should just do that. You're commanding me now. Like, well, mm-hmm. If yeah. I ask so, yeah. you, would it go any better? No. But no. <laughs> in theory, maybe. <laughs> if I throw you to the grant, no. But- <laughs> so we have our, our, our books, which we've discussed. The only, the only strict educatory <laughs> <laughs> regiment that we have at the moment are the two now it's up to two books two books a day oh you're kicking our butts our summer spiraled into a horrible right but i took the blues clues methodology here which is we stick with the same two books for a week oh, okay cool explain that reference later so he gets used to it mm-hmm. and he gets familiar with it and then he's happier as time goes on and then slam boom you get him you hit him with two new books Fresh bash, buddy right uh so but last night he's uh, don't want to read them just sitting there holding them not making an effort right i'm looking at him like what are you what are you doing like you waited till the night you usually read them in the morning when you get up so i don't have to bug you when I mean, you could have read them without me and you'd be fine and i believe him he's like yeah i read them this morning man but he didn't <laughs> so he wasn't doing this in, in, in a half hour passed i mean time was just passing and passing and like you understand so i was setting the timer on my phone look i'm setting the timer when the timer's done i'm uh you're putting yourself to bed he's like no no timer well, I stuck to my guns, so to speak. And I'm like, I gave you six chances here. <laughs> so you're not going to read. You put yourself to bed. And I walked away. Right. And he didn't know what to do. I wasn't yelling at him or anything. I was just telling him quietly. He 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 started following me around the house. Like, that's it? 
Because yeah, he didn't know what to do. So I was just going about my business. I was cleaning up the kitchen. I was putting some laundry away. I was up and down the stairs doing different things. And he, he was just tailing by me. You. And every time he'd be in, a, he'd be in the doorway that I need to get through, and I just kind of move him to the side and walk past him. And I'd be turning off lights in rooms as I left while he was still in there and pretending he wasn't there. <laughs> he, was, he didn't say anything. Yeah. You know, with a younger child, someone maybe a three, four, maybe even five, they they'd probably freak out. They probably scream and have a tantrum or something at you, right? Huh, maybe. I think only, you know, at the level he's at now, like it would five work. Five and a half up, probably. Yeah, maybe. They start something. getting pretty with it around then. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you be the judge yourself, right? But uh, it was hilarious because I probably, it, it took maybe 15 minutes of me doing different things. And we happened to walk through the living room again. And on the way through, he picked up his books. Yeah. He picked up the two books and just started carrying them with him. Yeah, he was probably getting bored of following you. He was just like, oh, man, I got to yep. do something. <laughs> These books look kind of interesting now. And then I think I went into the bathroom and I'm like, we back out. He's standing in the doorway blocking my path. And I'm looking at him like, y- yes. He's like, <laughs> he just goes, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to read my books now. <laughs> I said, okay. Cool. You head into your room. And you just, and we went in and he read. Nice. That was that. It was interesting. You know what? They, they totally thrive on the sport of the battle with the parents. Like, and it's not all the time, but they get in moods. I mean, kids are people and people get in moods. Kids are people. And not they, toddlers. Hey, not. toddlers are vicious little animals, but no, <laughs> they're people. And, Especially when they get more with it, and if they're bored, oh, and and I see it too. It's easy for me to see when she's doing it to mom, right? Because I'm on the outside. I'm not just like reacting to it or something. She totally just pushes the buttons, and when it starts to quiet down, she does something again to spark it back up and stir up the boys. That it's a sport for them. But when you take away the other team, the sport's not a sport anymore. (laughs) <laughs> it's boring solitaire. Well, you may as well read at that point. Right. I think <laughs> that's a genius pro tip right there. <laughs> and, but it's, this, you have to, you have to be ready for this. Right. right? I mean, you can't use it all the time. You it's like strategic this, right. disengagement. Oh, there's a You title also can't right do it there. with strategic disengagement. Okay. Right. That, that D I R. Did I do that right the first time? Well, look at that. I was trying to be quiet too. W. It's <laughs> already written. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. It definitely wouldn't work with Molly. No. Two and two and a half, two and three quarters. Yeah, they three get quarters, Just mad. walk away. You're putting yourself to bed. See you later. <laughs> just start flopping like, oh, on the floor, okay. screaming, no, or like just crazy. doing whatever the crap they want. Uh, Trash yeah. in the room, <laughs> doing anything. That's right. That is <sighs> likely what would happen. So, dude, we're like four tangents deep. I don't even know. You're where a we professional start. poker player now. I am so not. So, yeah, Your I was daughter, listening to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, which I really enjoy now, which I had no idea that I would. I knew nothing about him until I listened to his podcast in my market research before doing this podcast. Prompted by you saying, hey, dude, let's do this podcast. And uh, he had this pro poker player on and the kid had some he had an interesting backstory and it was a good show uh, again that just a three-hour conversational show which i love the format because all sorts of funny things get talked about but i'm like huh i should learn how to play poker because i don't know beans about anything so i found went and found some top rated poker app which is apparently hold'em and uh i'm amazed that you were unfamiliar with 
like I played the old school, like way back. I think my dad taught me, you know, you take seven cards and I don't know anything about checks and ante. I know you anteed at the beginning and then you could bet and you can call a bet. And that's about it. And but this was some a car. thing. This was a thing for a long time. Like yeah. everyone in the world played Hold'em. Yeah, I mean, but I, I'm like I, a... I don't like it either. My yeah, I have and... an allergy to cards. Ever since a young kid, I, I like I have bad luck with luck-based things, or at least it seems because that's how I luck you is. Mean an actual allergy, allergy. I would believe more. Yeah, that wouldn't be surprising, would it? If I touch them, I get hives. <laughs> <laughs> but. No, it's like games of chance dro- drive me crazy, and I never play them. I prefer strategy games. My favorite computer games were always real-time strategies. I liked chess. I was in a geeky chess club in well, high listen, school. I am not a poker player, but I'm sure if you listen to this professional guy, they would tell you it is a game of strategy. It's a game of... And no, totally. That's right. in part why I was like, oh, you know. But there's there's still luck. Like You have to have something to work with. I mean, you could, you could, can't win just by bluffing all the time, right? So there has to be a mix of, you got a good hand, you got to downplay it, and then you got to try to sneak the pot up a little bit and catch out, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I started playing online with this fake online money. Fake money, because it's illegal. Fake, yeah. Yeah. And, um, no, it's like a little Android app. And, um, yeah, I kind of suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, today I won 15 grand in one hand. I was like, holy, how did that happen? 15 fake grand. Fake grand, I should, I should say. Cause I mean, they give you 12 grand just for logging in every day. So it's not like it went on that. Oh. So you can right. literally just not ever play and just log in once a day and accumulate this giant fake pot of fake hmm. grands. Anyway, uh, that's so not interesting, but cards with Josie is very fun. Sorry, I'm listening to my daughter scream in oh, the background. Cool. You might be able to hear. And I need to like, I, I'm resisting the urge to get up and go. I can't hear it though. Solve the problem. You need to like sample that. I think my wife is still tired. <laughs> oh, well. how was the ride? It was great. We both rode. That's why I say she's tired. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I, I don't know. I mean, I could tell you all you want to hear about it. There's, you know, Aside from the ride itself, I, what I found interesting related to the dadding thing, yeah, the parenting. Oh, because you had that marathon weekend with the grandparents. Well, they were with the parents, yeah. but we, you know, we were gone. So Friday morning, we left on our bikes and got home late Sunday night. Uh, but the kids had no idea really where we were. <laughs> you know, it, it. But I was I was thinking about this a lot today. Uh, you know, we told them what we were doing. We told them where we were going. But they don't, they can't imagine it. Yeah. It's just like, do you remember being a kid and your parents go, you know, your, your parents go to work and they come home. Yeah. But when they're at, when they're at work, it's like, I don't know what they're, they could be in a black hole. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're just gone somewhere they're that just, I have no idea how to get to on my own. Right. They're just gone. They're just not here. It doesn't matter what they're doing. And I think it's, um, I don't mean to kind of promote, you know, bring your kid to work day. That's boring as hell. Uh, once in a while it's fun. But give <laughs> This is this is the keyboard that I type on. Here's the screen. See Boy. these words? They just are there to drive me insane <laughs> and taunt me. I mean, making me regret my own career choices. So, <laughs> this see this shiny rectangle of lights. Yeah, that's that <laughs> that just bathes my brain all day. <laughs> but but I feel like it's it's important to give them a clear picture yeah. of. 
where you were while you were gone sure. and you were not with them. Oh, yeah. And, you know, so I show them a lot of pictures and videos and things. And I, I did that with, um, with my, so that bike commuting video that I tweeted out yeah. that you probably saw. Did like you watch? That That's good. Did you watch? Um, so I showed that to the kids cause they enjoy that stuff and, the, and they have no idea. Like they really have no idea. Yeah, that like, you're this bouncing is how you, around all like, these crazy things to get the work done back. Yeah. Like, so this is what I, this is what you can think about when I leave in the morning, you know, we're saying bye and now you know where I'm going yeah, and what I'm doing. Dad might die in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only really one or two that looked a little hairy. <laughs> well, really just the one. Yeah, the I mean, bridge. the one that was, yeah. Well, near. any roads is a given. Any roads. And then the yeah. bridge. And then the bridge. <laughs> and the bridge. The br- <laughs> I try not to think about the 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 statistical what do you likelihood that one of these times I will fall off the side of that bridge. Oh, I think you're more likely to get hit by a texter and driver than to fall off that bridge, honestly. Because, uh, wow. <laughs> would you like to <laughs> try crossing that bridge? <laughs> It's, uh, uh, yeah. It looks bouncy. Possibly. How come you well, go on the, the side of it instead of the center of it? With its, I'm glad you asked. Oh, so you don't smash your legs in the railroad ties when you fall? What? No, you'd, you'd have to watch, you'd have to kind of see it or watch the video in slow motion to see, but getting on the side of it is tricky because it's, the ground is well below it, right? Yeah. So I got to get up onto those rails in a straight line and not wobble. And then I get caught between the rail and the, so if you haven't seen it and you're on the Twitter, go find the link in there. You I Twittered it to DVD cast from DVD cast. That, I did that yes. too. Awesome. Um, in the middle. So if I had some crazy, if I would built up some crazy jump, I could, I could jump the rail into the middle. Right? How do I get into the middle of the tracks? I'd have oh, to jump. Oh, I see. So something's preventing you from easily accessing the center. Yeah. Of the it's track. called the rail. Well, you can't just hop your front tire over it and then roll your back. Yeah. Maybe if there wasn't a cliff to your immediate left. Uh, I see. It's just not that the tracks are high, and then you know the dirt is lower than the tracks, so getting up there is weird. And then there's another rail. There's actually two rails. I see. There's two. There's a rail in the center that kind of that kind of helps support the bridge. So any mishaps in the the super ride? Um. Yeah. So let's see. Brief summary of the super ride for those that recall. It's the Pan Mass Challenge fundraiser for Dana Farber Cancer Institute. Uh, it's a long bike ride. They call it Pan Mass because we ride like, you know, theoretically be across Massachusetts. Someone very smart pointed that out. <laughs> we don't technically go all the way across, but we did go from our house to Sturbridge as an extra day. And then the official ride is from Sturbridge to Bourne, mm. which is down near the Cape. And then uh, the second 160 day, miles total? Was it 190? Total, it's uh, just under 200, basically. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, 100, 192 or 190. Yeah, 192. It varies depending on kind of where you wobble around. Um, so Friday was nice. My wife and I rode down our, by ourselves. It was nice. It was like 65 miles. Saturday, it rained the whole day. Oh. And, um, you know, it's exciting. I didn't, I didn't mind the rain. Um, but it's a little chilly, and a lot of people got hypothermia. It's oh, just, seriously? It's a little surprising. Yeah, because we get up at, you know, we left at 5.30 in the morning. So you get up at like 3.30 in the morning. Oof. And we started riding at 5.30, and it was raining the whole time. So you got soaked, and a lot of people who had cotton. Cotton kills people. 
Don't no go cotton. Out. Everyone's wearing the same stuff. Really? Everyone's got the. They just didn't bring their rain gear. Like, <sighs> so you're you know you're riding through the wind, <sighs> and you you know you're expelling a lot of energy, and then they'd stop at the water stop. This is where this is where I got cold. I would stop to get water and be and milling me, around yeah. for a couple minutes. I'm like, we, we gotta go. Like, yeah. We gotta get moving again because I am starting. <laughs> Your cord to, just like, starts dropping. Yeah, it start to freeze, and it, it got to the point where at the later water stops, I was like jogging around the water <laughs> <laughs> because like, I can't I can't stop moving because yeah. I am gonna get hypothermia. Um, and that was all fine. I didn't mind riding in the rain. You know, we were expecting that. But what made me really sad was. I wanted to sleep in a tent. We, you know, I brought my big tent. Yeah. And when we got to Bourne, we just stay at Mass Maritime Academy. Uh, it was still raining. It was raining pretty heavy. And it's it's not easy to set up a tent in the rain. Yeah, we discussed that last show. We did because of the camping yeah. stuff. Which fills just up as you're happening. setting it up. Fills up as you're setting up. It's a big tent. I did not bring the tarp to set up over the tent so I could... <laughs> cover it so i was i was kind of depressed for a while about that it was very sad and the time was ticking by and i was eating and got changed and all that stuff but still but it all turned around there was a clearing in the sky and i checked the weather maps it was like a solid 20 minutes of no rain nice give me plenty of time to go set that thing up dry as a bone nice perfect that, that totally turned around my weekend all right my whole weekend would have been ruined if i couldn't, set couldn't the tent. I mean, snooze in the tent well, we would have found we would have found another place to sleep, like in the dorm or something. Would it would have been awful? Yeah, just packed full of smelly, packed full of people, cold, miserable people. Uh, it'd be hot inside. Actually, the dorm would be really hot, even though it's cold outside. Huh. Anyway, that's boring. So the yeah, the ride was nice. It was nice. <laughs> cool. The equipment nice. held up. Equipment held up. Wife I mean, enjoyed it. She had a good time. Nice. Yeah, I think uh, what what tends to happen with this. It's a very bizarre weekend. Like, we're expelling a lot of energy oh, yeah. and just go, 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 go the whole weekend. I mean, many, many hours of biking yeah. with many other people doing the same thing. And then it just ends. And, uh, yeah, there's that vacuum at the end. Like, there's a little bit of a depression. It's like a it, postpartum depression yeah, kind oh, yeah. of thing. I remember <laughs> that from when I would go. Uh, so I used to like to do low impact camping where I would just hike out into the mountains at some stupid time because I always took forever to get there. I recall putting in at like 1 a.m. one morning with the wife now, not wife. And yeah, we would just disappear in the woods for days on end. And when you come out and suddenly you smell all the stank of civilization and you're getting back to the job and getting up and taking a shower. And it's it's just a shock, you know. It's right. the, you're, the human body and spirit adapt well to those type of sprawling adventures and it becomes the norm yeah. very rapidly. Well, and then the switch back is it's shocking. We complain about being tired all the time, mm. but I, I, no joke, right? We got up, I mean, I slept Thursday night. We rode 65 miles Friday. I went to bed at midnight, got up at three 30 in the oh. morning, <laughs> rode 112 miles in the rain, Drank a bunch of beer. <laughs> nice. Because that <laughs> to bed aids at, recovery. Went to bed at midnight again. Yeah. I ate a lot of food. I ate good, tons good. of food. Went to bed at midnight again. Got up at 3.30 again. Oh, my goodness. Rode 80-something miles. It was a nice day that day. Yeah. Ate the rest of the day. Walked around Provincetown, because that's where we finished. Drank a lot more beer. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get home until 
I don't know, nine or something. Went to bed at midnight again. What the? Uh, I slept in until maybe six. Maybe it was a little earlier. And went to work. Ugh. So I hung out with the kids long. I spent a little more time with the kids Monday morning. Because they had to you know, get some recovery time. But what I didn't recognize, and I should have paid closer attention to, is that uh, my wife was a bit more run down. Okay. And mon- oh, Monday yeah, was... she doesn't ride... Does she ride like... Well, you ride every day. She, so I put she you, did great. Yeah. She did absolutely great on the ride. Uh, but Recovery I think... Recovery takes you know, longer if you're not conditioned, though. She hadn't... She caught her... It caught her off guard. You know, I have done this... This is my sixth time. Yeah. So in addition to the riding part, I knew all about the... Right. Well... Yeah, you ride every day. You've done this monster ride multiple times in your life, so... Yeah. Yeah. So she was tired. Big time. Monday was Monday was difficult with the kiddos. <laughs> right. She was just... Uh, but it was crazy, and I still had a ton of energy on Monday. I still went to the the gym and did our little gym workout, and I have no idea. It's I, I think I'm just relating it to your little thought here about the. It's bizarre. I I think the solution is, uh, and she wants my wife wants to do it again next year, which is great. And I think we're gonna have to arrange our schedules better, such that maybe we start vacation at the end of the ride or something oh, there you like go. that. And you could just sleep. <laughs> yeah, maybe the maybe the kids could be no. We don't even maybe need to go sleep. to bed on time too. A few of those nights leading up to well, it that would yeah, make might, sense. Might help Everyone else bit. did, and then I couldn't. Like they're all passed out at eight o'clock, and I'm wandering around the campus doing nothing. Uh, <laughs> oh, hyper! <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, well, I what you do is sustain cardio. I get kind of hyped up too. It takes me a while yeah. to come down. I'm not even hungry for hours afterwards. Oh, I was thinking about you when I went on my 3.2 mile <laughs> jog on Friday. <laughs> through this cool trail in the woods and it was thundering and lightning very subtle lightning although i was a little bit skeeved out in the open areas which fortunately there aren't much of i was like whoo that was three <laughs> whole miles actually i was fine which is surprising because the first time right. i did it i was like wow jogging's hard and i never do it and even though i'm in kind of not below average shape not sure I'm in average shape. What are you talking about? I, You're in great shape. I'm in halfway decent shape, but I'm not conditioned for sustained cardio. I don't do tons of it because it's not the best thing for my body that's, type. That's my new goal. I don't know what you mean by body type. Well, I'm like super ectomorphic, so if I do a lot of cardio, I like end up wasting away. Like I said from the Ghostbusters. No, dude, body types: ectomorph, endomorph, me- mesomorph. Come on, have we gone over this? Plesiosaur? No, that's Cretaceous. No, I don't know when that's from. <laughs> Those are Cretaceous. <laughs> so Cretaceous, dude. But um, but yeah, no, it was surprisingly easy. I only have jogged once before in probably ten years, which was a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's really fun though. You so you like, think if you run too much, you'll waste away to nothing? Well, it's counter to my goal, which is to just. Like to it get was, bigger. Well, it was to, well, I, I'm probably at the size I want to be. It, I told you, it took me like 20 years to put on 30 pounds yeah. of muscle, so I wouldn't be cripplingly freezing any time that a breeze struck me or whatnot. And <laughs> and it, it's made my life more comfortable, right? It took forever, yes, but sure. I, I was able to do it and not get like fat about it. I was it's mostly muscle. There's definitely some fat involved, but you know, not as much. We do talk about fitness stuff quite a bit. This is an interesting. It is. It's a good topic, I think. Well, yeah. For to have goals, you got to have your goal. Well, you got to have I, goals. I think, you got to survive. If you want to see your kids. <laughs> like I'm an old man, dude. If I don't stay in shape, I'm not going to see my kids graduate high school. Yeah. We should mention the kids every once in a while, just to make sure it's still a dad show. I think it is. The, 
This is a good PI. You want to survive long enough to hang out with your kids? I want to be able to throw my grandkids 12 feet in the air into the pool. I would just be stunned to see my kids have kids. I'd be like, wow, that's crazy. And to actually be able to pick them up and not, you know, I can't. Yeah. Just like, they won't fit between the rails on my walker. (laughs) That's like my biggest nightmare. Right. (laughs) So I I have, uh, this just kind of dawned on. This isn't something I set out to do, right? I do the biking for the sake of this ride and bike all the time kind of stuff. And it's, I realized partway through the ride, I mean, and this wasn't leisurely. I mean, I purposely went out there and, and tried to hurt myself, like pushed as hard as I could for certain sections to help pull the team along and not, not racing other people, mind you. Yeah. Wasn't competitive in that sense. Uh, Cause it's not a race. You were the windbreaker. I was the windbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough job, man. For like a but zillion miles. Whew. But I like doing it, right? I like being able because it makes it difficult for me, but it also helps everyone else out. And we can, if I pull the people that are at us, so I pulled my wife, right? And she probably, it, I mean, she did great on her own and and with me pulling. You know, I can't say enough good things about her there. Um, but I enjoyed that part. And what I realized was even when I tried to hurt myself and re- literally wore myself out um maybe just for example in the first segment of like the sunday ride so by the time i got to the first water stop it was like 26 miles in or something um my legs were cooked like i, I you know I, I pushed myself to failure at a couple of places during that ride mm. But the recovery was almost instantaneous. Instantaneous. Huh. Like all I had to do was drop in behind someone else for a minute, yeah. but we maintained speed, and then I felt fine again. Yeah, right. And then we just did that over and over and over, like all day long. And then I realized, okay, well, that's maybe this is my goal, right? I don't want to be able to lift super heavy weights. I just want to be able to do something for as long as possible, and then recover quick. Yeah, that's a, a huge quick recovery factor. is is it's fantastic. Yeah. Like it felt great because I felt like we we rode Friday, we rode Saturday, we rode Sunday, and I rode to work Monday, nice. <laughs> you know, and Tuesday, and, and that must have felt and, like nice to get the blood back through the muscles and yeah, loosen and up the stiffness. I'm not gonna say I'm not tired. Yeah, but my legs aren't broken. Uh, you know, and so so we've been starting a little gym routine at work where we just we purposely for the sake of time. We spent 15 minutes in the gym because there's a gym at the office. Nice. And uh, it's been interesting because we we brought some other people on board. And we tried to explain this to them. It's like, yeah, we're going to the gym. They're like, well, what do you do? Like, Any, anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't, it's up to you. Like, you don't have to do anything we do. But it's 15 minutes. Like, we start at quarter to 12 and we finish at 12 because we want to have lunch. Huh. And uh, many people will show up at like, you know, 10 of 12 and... I'm like, no, <laughs> you're late. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> you, know, you can do whatever you 30 want. Thirty your exercise is gone, man. And they'll start. They'll start doing things and waiting for long periods in between. Like they'll go lift some weights or something, and then wait five minutes, and five and then they'll realize minutes. what. <laughs> right. In fifteen minutes, your best bet is some high intensity interval training. Like you're not going to get a strength training session in unless you're just doing one exercise. Fifteen minutes. I don't have is still a label tight. for it. Yeah, all no, you could do one I, major exercise in fifteen minutes if you're strength training. What what I've been doing, and I have, I'm not a strength and conditioning coach or anything like this, but I've been enjoying it. Is I pick 
three or four exercises. Yeah. Typically, it's like shoulder things or and pull-ups and things related to that. So push-pull and something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. And a little and circuit. I do, and I do three circuits. Nice. So do those four things three times. They take a little breather between... No, no breathers. It should take a tiny breather just between Barely. the resetting the circuit. The, the time it takes me to walk to the other machine. Yeah, basically. well, that's probably like 10 seconds, 15 seconds. That's For sure, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's hit training. That's that's perfect. That's a great yeah. thing to do with a tiny bit amount of time. Right. With lasting full body impact. I should send you this video of the kettlebell uh, routine that would fit perfect into that. That's the one I was doing on vacation. And it's surprisingly, uh, like, amazing. And you can bang it out and, like, yeah, maybe 20 minutes, but you could take it. You could take as they recommend four circuits, so you could do three or two depending on your time. It's awesome, yeah, yeah. But cool. the goal the goal isn't to be isn't to be cooked at the end of the circuit, I guess. I don't know. I don't, Let's I suppose get your body I, moving and snap out yeah. of the, the office grind. Oh, well, that's for sure, right? <laughs> that's why everyone want, comes in I, my office, like, why are you standing? I'm like, because I like to. <laughs> Are you standing? Do you have a do you have a stand up desk? I have a stack of thermal transfer units and toner cartridges that I use, and I can push them out when I don't want to stand. Which I stand like oh, pretty much ninety percent of the time now. Oh. Um, I replaced my shoes because I was having my knee was hurting from standing after a couple hours. I'm like, what? And I realized I'm on these cruddy, worn mm-hmm. out air soles that I hate air soles because. The sole wears out, yet the air bladder stays firm, so you end up rolling all around the stupid things. Uh, yeah, I got some flat shoes, and I've been standing most of the time. Oh, I got a pro tip for that. This, you know, dad's work. This is relevant. I was like, so you can make your own stand. <laughs> so, no, Chris, it's, it's for your kids, remember? It is. It's for the kids. This is for your so survival. So dad. So, right. <laughs> this will find me heart attack somewhere, <laughs> which they still might in the gym, but that's another story. Um, I found these More things. likely crushed to death under yeah. No, I'm very safe. That's why I have okay. a big silly safety cage. Yes. But, so I kept going, I, you know, I, I stand up and then I like to sit down for my lunch. I, I usually eat lunch in front of the machine so I can get more work done. Except once or twice Ugh. a week, I don't. It's awful. It is, but it isn't. Because, you know, I'm standing, I'm sitting for lunch, I stand up again, maybe I'll go out for a walk. I do break it up a little bit. Um, I'm like, man, they've got to have invented some nice standing, sitting thing. And I found this kangaroo. I'm going to totally plug them. I should have solicited them to say, hey, man, you want to reach at least, you know, a few hundred people, listen to our show. No, You mean 20 million? Yeah, 20, 20. million people. Then you got to sponsor dads okay. being dads, but it's this kangaroo desk stand thingy. But what's cool is it's a monitor stand, little Vesa standardized monitor mount on it, and then a little desk for that you could fit your keyboard, and your mouse, and some stuff, and you could even get extension flaps if you're a nerd. Uh, but you could put it flush on your desk, so you could sit in front of your desk like normal, and then when you want to, you just whoa, whoa, twist whoa. these two little things, and whoop, it slides up, and then. Whoop, it slides back down. So you could raise the tray in the monitor to stand and work. And you could lower them to sit and work. It's fantastic. I'd like to take issue with something that you said. What? Sitting is not normal anymore. I'm sitting right now and I really don't want to be. Sitting is the new smoking. If I hear that again, I'm going to scream. I'm far more hipster than you are in this regard. You really are. How'd that happen? I don't know. I've never been a hipster. But. Maybe myself as well. <laughs> yes. 
It was mostly because of my my sort of hip uh, IT band stuff. If yes. I sat for periods of time, I'd get up and my leg would be killing me. And it, yep. it's like, oh, well, that's your... It's because you're working. You can take it the other way, but it's because you're working your leg too hard and need to rest it more. No, it's because you're sitting and your hip muscles actually shrink over time because you're sitting in Uh a way that laxes them. All I know is that it was terrible. So I started standing many years ago now. I'm not sure how many. And uh, I'm not going to go with the partially sitting, partially standing routine i think it's kind of garbage if i ever need to <laughs> well I mean, then I, sir <laughs> i'll sit for i'll sit for lunch because it's because we don't have any place to stand for lunch yeah. really we do kind of have a counter but it's not the right height uh so I'll sit for lunch yeah i like to sit for lunch at my desk but uh okay. I'll, I'll take it a step further i when i get to my desk it's very casual i kick my shoes off oh they're sort of slip-on shoes and i bought myself a a standing mat. Oh yeah, the mm-hmm. anti-stress, anti-fatigue mats. Yeah, and it's it, it sounds worse than it is. Oh, anti-fatigue because you get tired standing up. See, you should sit. No, anyone who's worked in a kitchen or any place that has a hard floor, the mat it's just the hard prevents floor. you from getting compression damage from a hard floor. It was literally just hurting my heels. Exactly. Uh, it wasn't bugging any. <laughs> you're like 12 feet from the mic. It wasn't totally, man. <laughs> Sorry. It wasn't anything else. It wasn't like back, pro- you know, nothing. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I need a cushy mat under my feet because the floor is made yeah. of concrete. My I heel feels like the bone is pushing through the skin. It is terrific. Yes. I mean, I don't think about it at all anymore. It's odd to me. I have to keep. I keep an exercise ball under my desk mm-hmm. because. If I have to go work with someone else, I have to sit at their desk. Right. So I roll that around to their desk. It's it's kind of it's kind of absurd. Otherwise, I go over there and I find myself trying to kneel on the floor, and then it's too low or yeah. too high, and I can't, and it hurts my knees. I'm like, what is ha- this? Is ridiculous. And their chair. What's cool about these the exercise desks, balls? You could dribble it over there while you're running. Right. Oink, oink. <laughs> you can bounce it off their face <laughs> on the way there. The desks that we work at, Chris. How do we get ourselves into this mess with uh, these working environments? That's they're, where they're computers shaped. are. Such that, like, only one person can fit their chair yeah, in there. they're terrible. I mean, it's because the whole trend now is to have as little workspace as possible for each employee. Right. So, it's just, good luck collaborating. Unless you're in those big pit areas where it's just tables and everyone just sits at a table and it's chaos. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Well, I guess headphones. That's why we have headphones. I suppose. I like collaborating. Me too. I also like hunkering down for some serious mm-hmm. thinking. There's a lot of um, a lot of talks go both ways on that one too. Right, I think right. collaborating is the new smoking. Yeah. So does that mean we're cool on to smoke now, or is it just the <laughs> list of things we can't do just grows <laughs> with the more we right. learn about how bad everything we do is for ourselves and our children? It's bad. Well, so the moral is. Do something for yourself, right? But that's really for your kids. Sure. Live longer and healthier. Don't make any excuses. There's yeah. no there's no rest days. Nah, Give me a break. No, kids. <laughs> this is just go, go. And when they go, just, this rest yeah. when they rest. If they're taking a nap, then you could take a nap. Otherwise, then you could, you could take you're a on nap. the hook, man. You are going. Got to get it you done. To- you know, we haven't talked about any of these things I put, but I don't think we should. You put some stuff in the notes? I got a whole bunch of stuff i think we have to have a theme next week this is this is kind of an off-the-cuff week this is this is a good week though i like it it's casual we've talked about some dad stuff some pro tips at the beginning 
caught up on some public or current events. Book learning challenges. That was we just, can talk about well, that's that. Just a note. No, that was a note from what you said for me to put in the notes, but I don't know why I did it now because I usually do it oh, when I listen again. Okay. But I think you next week... You want to yell about glitter for 20 minutes? I might. Well, I think we can end it on glitter. And the rest <laughs> we're going to, I think, do a themed episode next week. Now, we've been pretty good about maybe um, avoiding certain sensitive topics uh of and about and surrounding sex we have very we don't talk too much about it we've alluded to little things and funny jokes and stuff but a user actually submitted something that made me think about it and then that made (laughs) a couple of things came up so i think we should shelf that for next week because i think we should do at least the beginning of an episode and see how far it goes are we talking about uh the talk it might get into that a tiny bit um but it's definitely some other interesting things Hmm. so i'm gonna shelf that and i'm just gonna i mean if you want to talk about how annoying it's a pretty dividing subject it is which is there's a few things we could throw in that will just drag the entire show out which i think will be interesting because we've never ever you and i even talked about this since we both have sons what? but we, you know that what haven't we talked about but these are teasers i don't want to get into it so um, oh teasers right yeah so anyway well you, i mean it's it's similar let's just say i don't want to make any allusions to it it's similar to the sleeping topic like mm, yes that we that we had kids in our bed and basically until they <laughs> decided they didn't want to be in there anymore idea people will freak out on us too for for saying that i mean people will say we've ruined them forever <laughs> like some some people will get mad at us for even knowing that yeah. and yet other other people will say no you absolutely have to right it's a very divided yeah and most professionals an- that i've read on i'll say it's completely up to you so right. so the people with the most training it's inconclusive it neither seems to cause any adverse effects beyond what childhood in itself causes (laughs) becoming (laughs) self-aware that is not overshadowed by being human and beat up in preschool or just dealing with everything about being a kid but i did (laughs) want to come back to glitter so Mm. glitter i mean i remember glitter around when i was a kid and it wasn't that big a deal or whatever but there is freaking glitter on every toy coming through, there is, and wrapping paper has glitter. Everywhere I look, I'm seeing glitter. Now, Why are you even getting toys? Uh, my question. Uh, good question. They just come flooding in, and even if we don't buy them, they still end up here. And oh, we had another soiree, and all the, we didn't. I mean, I guess you have to say don't bring them. We didn't even think of that. We're just like, hey, come over a casual time, have a little good. So day. if I were to send you a gift package from Amazon. <laughs> Filled with glitter. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking now. Do we want? Do you I'm want? I'm sure there's uh, glitter paper, glitter bows. There's toys with glitter. There's books with glitter. The problem with freaking glitter, people. What's it made out of? It's made out of metal. Where is it? Is it? Where is it made? No one freaking knows. It's made in China. <laughs> it's made in Malaysia. It's made in places that aren't specifically all that concerned about necessarily the safety of stuff so there is glitter everywhere and i and what's uh, the insidious about this stuff is it sticks on the kids hands because kids have sweaty sticky hands and there's no human ability that can prevent them from ingesting it 
Now you could think, oh, this most glitter is very tiny. It's almost like grains of sand. It's no big deal. Well, there's fancy glitter now that comes in. There's little stars and there's little this is and that. Oh yeah. So I find my sons eating glitter, and I'm like, don't eat. Oh my god, don't eat this glitter. And I pick it up and I'm like, what is this stuff even made of? And I squeeze the star, and it slices into my finger and my thumb. It is <laughs> razor fucking sharp. Excuse my language. <laughs> It is covered with some strange plastic with a bunch of dyes, and it has some really rigid metal center. So is it aluminum? I don't know. Is it, you know, who knows? It. But I tell you, kids ingesting glitter that's shaped like stars that could lacerate skin flesh can't be good for the digestive systems. It's everywhere, and it's insidious, and I don't like it. And it's hard to clean, and it gets everywhere. It gets, oh, and it gets in the eyes. Now they got, like, makeup with glitter. So Josie had some lip stick with or lip gloss with glitter, and then she scratched her eye, and then that suddenly she's got glitter and lip gloss in her eye, and she's like, "Oh my god, my eye's killing it out of my eye!" I'm like, "Oh, it's glitter!" And so she, what'd she do? She rubs her eye. Well, her hand's covered with glitter, and now it's rubbing glitter into her. I'm like, so I have gone on this tirade tangent, something. I am going through my house. I'm trying to get rid of all glitter. And it's proving to be incredibly difficult because it keeps showing up. Oh, oh, we got this nice card from our friend. <laughs> it glitter pours out of it because apparently it's cool now to fill up a card full of glitter. So, you know, you can fill your whole house up with glitter. Glitter everywhere. <laughs> I friggin' hate glitter. It's the worst thing ever. It's uh, oh. a little bit cultural, don't you think? I. It's an, obviously not a huge history. I don't know anything about glitter, except it should be abolished. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, I was frowning when you were talking about your daughter putting makeup on. At that, that, lip, lip that gloss. It's the slippery slope. Slippery slope. <laughs> okay. Dude, you should see what my daughter puts on. She's so into being fancy. Comes down oh. with sunglasses and headbands and all makeup, this stuff. I, I don't know. I have a big thing against makeup, though. Hmm. I mean, and obviously people are gonna say whatever, but uh, it's. I mean, I mean, we. Grew, why don't we? Why doesn't you? Why don't your boys wear makeup? Uh, yeah, we we grew up through a weird makeup time. Remember? Why do 80s? women wear makeup and men do not? And this this is makeup from like a million years ago when everyone wore it because they didn't shower and they would put on powder to look clean, probably and all this stuff yeah. and scented powder so you wouldn't reek of human stink when all That's they needed the, to do is shower. The very base question though is why do women wear makeup and men do not? Hmm. Some men do. You're so insensitive. Some. Why do the majority? <laughs> Generally speaking, why is it such an imbalance? That's why. Yeah. We, were, we were getting into trouble earlier. Yeah. Talking about all I think we're going to get in trouble, men. period, talking about this. It is very bizarre. And I'm telling you right now, I mean, and I will probably have some trouble with, with my wife. <laughs> Does she wear makeup? Uh, she doesn't very often. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember if her ears are pierced anymore. <laughs> like they, I'm sure they were, but I don't think she ever puts earrings in, so they probably don't work anymore. I think they do. Not sure. I think we will probably get into some de- debate in the future where she feels like, our daughter's old enough to get her ears pierced, so she should. And I'm going to say, what? How about if she wants to? Right. How about if she wants to? Like, she's only four. She has no idea. <laughs> like, if you tell her, let's go do it, then she's going to do it. Yeah. No, it should be, have, I, I think that should be something they want. They ask for. I remember my sister begging my mom, and my mom made her wait till a certain age or something like that. Wait. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> okay. 
I guess we won't have a huge problem with it because, yeah, my wife doesn't put makeup on. Hmm. You know what's worse than makeup? Makeup with glitter. (laughs) I end up getting to work some days, just like glitter all over my shoulder. I'm like, what the? Or on the side of my cheek. Where Oh, she wore that stuff. So I go home and I throw it all out. I come back. There's more glitter. You throw it out? Oh, yeah. The worst is the glitter kits. It's like some cheap. Elmer's glue knockoff in one mm. bottle and just pure unmanageable vials of glitter that you're supposed to give a oh, two to five year old. Perfect for ages two to five. No, it's the worst thing you can give a two to five year old is unrestricted glitter access. It explodes everywhere and it eventually gets in their eyes. It gets all over your house. You ingest it. Who knows what's in it? You know, is it food coloring and glitter? Probably not. Is it Cobalt 40 isotope, maybe, you know, who, it's like it's horrible. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. No one knows. Someone research this. Maybe I should since I'm. I was trying to read the Wikipedia article while you were ranting. Glitter. I mean, for all we know, they could be getting rid of, you know, waste product that's glitter and just like, here, let's sell this back. That's brilliant. The imperialist pigs. I don't know. Here I am getting all conspiratory at. Uh, so dumb question. Hmm? Why do you keep bringing it into I your don't. home? I don't. keep getting it. Like I said, it it just keeps. I throw it all out. It keeps showing up again. Oh, but you get that glitter. Oh, some card. That's the thing that just pushed me over the edge. The cards just pouring glitter out when I opened them. Uh, wrapping paper. Just oh, it looks pretty. You know, you've got this neat pinky white wrapping paper that's all sparkly, and. You move the bag, and there's this pile of glitter left behind, and then one of the kids gets it and starts running around the house. Suddenly, it's just rainfall of glitter all over the house. Oh, since again, if I knew it was super safe and they, they weren't ingesting it, I'd be less manic about it. It's probably mostly plastic down. Maybe we can make some kind of device that uh, cleans up glitter <clears throat> somehow. Like, it just attracts it. Could it, like? extract it from my kids digestive tracts i'm convinced at least gianni has some of those stars wedged somewhere in his digestive tract for cutting him from the inside i mean at least embedding there and becoming some big blob which hopefully eventually pass but it freaks me out it's not safe Should, like uh, i said i'd squeeze that thing and it cut into both the top and bottom like both <laughs> sides of the squeezer were bleeding when i was i was like like it's like a Chinese star for if we have any lawyers, people. prosecutors in the audience, perhaps they want to to bring a class action lawsuit. We could start yeah. against my cuts healed all, though. All glitter companies. I mean, you need reparations. I, I, no. I need glitter to stop stop or putting it and stuff. It's just like microbeads. I think I spazzed out about microbeads in a prior episode. You did. Yeah. And that's that's a we should you should bring that glitter up. Glitter is an important the topic. New microbeads. Microbeads are the stupidest idea ever invented. Huh. We'll put beads of plastic into products that wash down the drain. It's great. It, it scrubs <laughs> your follicles clean. Isn't it great? Yeah. They probably don't even do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure it doesn't they've, work at They've started all. replacing them with uh, broken seashells or something like that. Calcium or something. At least it's natural. Right. Will it break down and... Well, it won't contaminate the entire waterway that <laughs> eventually the microbeads fill up. So no one thought that life cycle through. Just like glitter. I'm sure the world, the oceans are filled with glitter. 
How did that slip past like the FDA or something? I guess they don't regulate that junk. You can just sell it. Uh, apparently, you just put anything just you want. Mix in it soap. up into soap. Mix it up into and facial it. scrubs. Well, I guess it's, it's kind of like uh, disposable diapers, right? Yeah. Since since the bag says disposable, people just wrap the poop up and throw it in the trash can. Right. When really, you're supposed to dump the poop out. Oh, you're not supposed to. I always thought the poop was an accelerator to the decomposition process. No. That, we had a whole episode about doesn't this. Doesn't that jump start? It gives you all those no. nice bacterias and stuff that no. get desperate for food, <laughs> so they start eating diaper. No. <laughs> not at all, because it gets too compacted in the landfills, and then you get, hmm. well, it's a cesspool. It, but eventually it all slags out. It doesn't get treated. The the, oh. the waste needs to go to the treatment facility and then recycled the way they manage it there. So you, know, you seriously to... flip your turds out before you throw your diapers away? Yes. Oh, my goodness. We use cloth diapers, Well, remember? that for sure, because obviously... But we also, we also dump out the disposables. Really? Where do you dump it? In the toilet. Oh, that's a good place for it. Yeah. That's hmm. where it needs to go, because that goes to the treatment facility. I see. And they could make... Have you ever visited yours? Do you have one in your town? My treatment you know facility? One? Yeah. I have one in my development. We've got our really? own private waste facility. Do you really? Yeah, actually. That was the only way they could do it, I think. When when you realize, when you start looking at the... Oh, hey, there's the water treatment plant. What's all that? Those funny <laughs> trenches next to it, like down the... It's where they pump all yeah. the stinky water to let it just dry out. That's going to eventually become malorganite. <laughs> where do you come up with these words? Dude, malorganite. It's a fertilizer made from treated plants. Okay. It's because I'm so worldly, dude. In my, <laughs> Me who never goes anywhere. And now it's going to be full of tiny microbeads. Exactly. But you're, you're wondering why your lawn's not quite as green with the malorganite treatment. It's because it's half glitter and half microbeads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should cue the music before we start talking about cars and driving. <laughs> 